Welcome to Sales Boost, the Mercury International Podcast. Each episode presents one topic, one expert, taking a fresh perspective on the issues that are changing the face of modern sales. In this edition, we speak to Robert Box, Management Partner at Mercury International, about the rise of AI in sales. We take a high-level look at its potential roles and benefits and ask how it can enable a more efficient, productive workforce. So, hello, Robert, and welcome to the podcast. Um, perhaps we could start with you just giving us a brief uh, biography and uh, letting us know how you got to this particular point. So, I mean, I've been working with Mercury for quite a long time, uh, about 20 years, and working with our international team. And when it comes to AI, uh, we've been developing a project for the approximately three years where we've been working with a company based here in the Silicon Valley, producing and, and coming up with, I would say, artificial intelligence solutions, working with data, predictive analytics, um, all the things that you would need in a sales, um, B2B sales environment to help you with AI, uh, we've been working on. Based here in California, so then it makes it easier to, to work with the companies here. I guess, easy to access the people who are at the, the front line, the cutting edge of uh, developing exactly. these techniques. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are there is the cutting edge here, but I mean, it's actually global. I mean, it's happening everywhere, so it's not just um, here. But it does help um, a lot because you know, Silicon Valley has the reputation, and there are a lot of companies that are they're working in that area here. I guess there's a there's a kind of culture of innovation, which which helps mm-hmm. to to be people to, to be more open minded, perhaps about you know accepting exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and that that's actually one of the one of the challenges we'll talk about a little bit later is when it comes to uh, that open mindedness and what what it actually does it mean for an organization to be um, using and adopting some new technologies. I guess there's a degree of trust that, uh, that that's involved with that as well yeah. in terms of uncertainty. Yeah. But um, yeah. well, we can we can look at the uh, the challenges and pitfalls when we get to them, and yeah, uh, exactly we'll 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 we'll, we'll have a, gla- a glass half full moment um, to begin with. <laughs> Um, okay. But was there was there something about AI just kind of intellectually that that attracted you in terms of as an area of interest? Um, does it stand out? Obviously, it's applicable in terms of the real world of sales. But what is it about AI you find interesting in itself? I, what I think is the most interesting is it's able to to handle a lot of the the problems that are routine problems, and it's able to um, make our lives easier. And if you really think about AI, it's kind of like an, an iceberg, that what you see on the surface is just a small amount of actually what's going on. And what's interesting about AI is that there is so much that's underneath the surface that a lot of times when people are encountering it and they're working with it uh, in a daily daily activities, they're not even noticing that AI is there because it really is um, a lot of algorithms and a lot of choices and a lot of things that are happening underneath the surface. Maybe we um, we should take one step um, back briefly and mm. think of because I mean obviously we, we we all know that AI is you know artificial intelligence, but what's yep. the um, the simplest kind of definition? And I know I I appreciate that simple is always hard. Well, how would you define AI, and how do you define the difference between AI and machine learning for those of our yeah. kind of listeners who haven't got a clear understanding yeah. of that? Yeah, I, I think that that's an excellent question. Uh, artificial intelligence, really, when you boil it, boil it down to, it's a software, and the software is a series of algorithms. Algorithm is just a very complicated way of saying a set of rules. 
So what it does is it, it takes a set of rules that then is able to make decisions uh, and make suggestions based on those rules. So that's artificial intelligence. Uh, machine learning is where um, you actually have the machine is able to learn based on those sets of rules and to then make its own assumptions and conclusions. Uh, a good example of that would be that if you just um, give, you know, the eight square by eight square and say this is a chessboard these are the basic rules of chess uh, and then allow the machine to actually learn the best way to win the game that would be machine learning where it is learning itself through the process artificial intelligence is really setting up those algorithms to be able to to perform so with with ai basically um a machine is still operating within certain predefined guardrails Whereas machine learning might be moving those guardrails a little bit and developing as it goes along. Yeah, yeah. That. Why use AI in sales? You know, mm. what's the, the the specific application that that's the headline feature there? Before we drill down into the details. Yeah, uh, I think one of the the questions to answer is you know to maybe define AI a little bit more broadly because uh, it is quite wide in what it can be because it could be anything from a chatbot which is helping with the interaction with the customer. So that means that the chatbot would actually be an artificial intelligent algorithm that is able to respond using natural language processing, uh, but it also could be data analytics. So that uh, we're able to take the, the data that's available and to process it to create um, suggestions and uh, what, what predictive analytics to be able to say what might be happening in the future based on that set of data. And that can also be done through artificial intelligence. And both of those are quite uh, useful and helpful when it comes to uh, sales. I guess we're looking at um, the kind of world of efficiency savings to, an ex to, to, to a degree. As in, we're saying that um, there's both obviously the the incremental gains in terms of of growth and how you can predict future operations, but also you're taking what are quite kind of labor intensive activities and moving them from the person to the machine. Yeah, yeah, and and you're taking the they're labor intensive, but also there are some things that the machines are much better at doing than humans. For example, taking huge data sets and being able to find relationships between that different data, that's perfectly suited for artificial intelligence. Whereas if you were to ask um, a typical salesperson to, to come up with you know, an analysis of the data, it would be very difficult for them to do. Mm -hmm. Or not necessarily difficult, but it's not something that's in the DNA of the salesperson to want to be analyzing the data. Because I guess they're more interested in being a salesperson. That they they want to actually get on with selling it, rather than you know number crunching. Exactly, exactly. Building the relationships, building um, the customer um, client, creating the value proposition, all the things that the salespeople are, are good at doing, and ha building that human to human interaction. Whereas AI can support them to do that more efficiently. Uh, a good example of how it's being used right now is that in a lot of companies they have multiple sources of data. An example, they would have a CRM, they would have a learning management system, they would have um, different product sheets, product information, uh, they have different experts within their organization that are doing a lot of work to, to create material to support the sales team. But then when it comes to the moment of truth, when the salesperson is uh, about to visit the customer, when they have that meeting, 
a lot of times they have a problem to actually access the right information at the right time to help them with the skills that they need and the knowledge they need to be able to support that customer. So AI is able to bring that together in a very quick way um, in a lot of cases to be able to um, bring them that information at the right time for them to be able to to use it. So, yeah, I mean, I that, that makes complete sense. I mean, I, I read, um, I think, a report that was saying that um, you know, forty percent of the time um, was on the am- the admin side of, of sales activities. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there are other reports that kind of say that um, you know the the average seller send, you know, spends sixty three percent of their time not selling. I mean, as in they're they're literally the bit they're good at. The reason you have them as humans yes. is not yeah. for their number crunching skills. It's not for their ABI kind of for their analytics. It, it's actually to get in front of a person, whether virtually or in the real world, and apply those yep. skills. Exactly. And I mean, I don't want to take away the analytical skills from the humans, because humans are very good at seeing you know, the creativity of finding out the best solutions in some cases. So I mean, there's still that balance that is there. But when it comes to how it's being applied right now and where companies can, can find value in it, it is really in some of those aspects of bringing that data together. The other is finding those relationships and making suggestions for humans to take action on. And not that AI, should, at this case, should completely replace the salesperson, but it is able to make suggestions about, um, for example, looking at behavioral patterns of the customer um, in terms of you know order size, the types of activities that they're taking, looking at information that's available on social media, and then using that data to be able to say, okay, is this a customer that is uh, has a high probability of continuing to buy from us, or is there a risk that this customer might not be buying? And that information can then be useful for the salesperson to say, okay, we need to take some steps here to support those customers, to maybe um, meet with them and to find out how we can support them better. Do you think there's a value in the fact that machines are, uh, are more objective in a way? They can... Whilst we as humans, we detect patterns, we, or we, we believe we can detect patterns, but you know numbers don't lie kind of thing. So whilst we may look at the number of qualified leads or semi-qualified leads, or we, we might go, oh, well, that, that guy, is, you know, that, that's the person to go for. A machine will yeah. go, well, actually, no, we, we, we can see the big picture in a way that you're not assessing all the information. I, I know you mentioned that we should have the glass half full right now and be talking about you know the, the positive aspects, but I, I think it's important to understand the the, the limitations too, mm-hmm. um, because one of the challenges is the quality of data. Uh, yeah. Because if you have um, poor data, uh, no matter what you give to the AI, it's going to be working off of what it's given, which means that the conclusions then can be questionable based on that. Uh, the other thing is that even though Uh, It is AI. It is still being programmed by humans at this stage, unless we're programming itself, which means that bias does have a tendency to um, get involved in the decisions. So we shouldn't blindly take the results from AI as being completely objective because, in a sense, they're not because the algorithms are also created uh, by humans. At least at this stage, the algorithms are being created by humans in most cases. So there's still a role for for a while yet for us simple humans to interpret what we're told and uh, make a decision based upon the information that we're given rather than blindly follow it. I, I think that that's a rather dark way of saying it, that for the <laughs> meantime, there's still a role for us humans. But um, th- this is the other thing about AI is it has a very large promise. Companies need to be aware of the challenges inherent in AI. 
and not have a pie in the sky sort of approach and to think, okay, AI is going to solve every problem. It's not. It's another tool that helps humans to make better decisions. It's another tool that makes life easier for humans. Um, and a lot of fear in organizations when you think about implementation comes from, is this AI going to replace me? Or am I going to become obsolete because now everything's going to be done autonomously? And I, I think those are fears that are um, overestimated because in every case we see that there is still a huge value in the, the human interaction. And possibly that's why it's important to have sales. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, possibly because we're 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 good at um, thinking illogically. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I think that was one of the few reasons that the um, in in the, the case of the uh, the Go game I mentioned, the reason yeah. the uh, the computer eventually won was by behaving erratically, uh, as in unpredictably. It had actually learned the yes. ability to behave in a kind of illogical fashion. So. <laughs> And, and that's one of the things when we talk about machine learning, uh, when you look at the examples of giving simple rules and then asking the machine to learn how to do something, a lot of times they come up with solutions that we wouldn't initially think of. So, and teaching a, a robot or teaching a, um, an algorithm how to walk was actually quite difficult. And they came up with a very different solutions, um, how to do it. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that's a neat, neat point to pivot into um, what I think of, of the the less theoretical and the more practical implementation of AI within sales. So how, how do yeah. we put this on the ground? Um, and, yeah. and where are the benefits there? Yeah. So I mean, if we take a look at how it's being applied now and how we're working with customers regarding um, using AI, I, I would say there there's a couple areas. One is within a predictive analytics and using um, AI to analyze data and then give reports for um, sales managers um, and also to identify which accounts are the accounts we should be working with or have the higher probability of success and also which opportunities are ones where we should be putting in resources. So that's one application where it can be very useful. And if you think about opportunity management, in a lot of organizations, simply the process of going through an RFP and the process of creating a proposal sometimes can be quite expensive. So by having better understanding of the probabilities of success and by um, applying the resources in the right way, that can be quite um, impactful. Okay, well, I think that uh, we've 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 had a good introduction to the glass half full scenario of uh, of AI, and uh, perhaps we'll look at the, the the darker side of of where the limitations are and um, uh, what mm -hmm. the possible challenges are that um, that lie in kind of implementing this. Um, but maybe just to kind of sign off with um, quick question: So, should the workforce of the future feel threatened or inspired? by AI. Yeah, you have to pick one. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, exactly. If I have to pick one, uh, okay, since this is the half full um, podcast, I, I will go with they, they should be inspired. And I, I really think that the, 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 the comments about how AI is taking over the world and we're all going to lose our jobs and everything's going to be automated um, is, is a little bit... Um, Overblown, and the main the main reason, if you, I mean, if you look at history, there have also been technological changes in the past. Uh, but I mean, even that one, I mean, when you when it comes to um, Ford, the, the famous quote: "If you ask people what they're uh, what they would like, they would tell you that they want faster horses." 
And it's, it's, it's the same idea as now we don't really know, um, people don't know what it's going to mean for us. And we think in the same way that we've been thinking about AI and about our jobs. And we think that, okay, well, if, if the world changes, it's just going to change into faster horses. And actually, it's going to be different. And there's going to be entire industries that are built around it. People are going to become, um, uh, there's opportunities for more efficiency, which is the, the positive side. But from an employer or employee point of view and from a sales point of view, uh, I don't see that, sale, that sales, the sales job and sales in general will be replaced. But this is actually another tool that can help to make people more effective and efficient. And over time, that it'll just become a normal way in which we do things. And we just we see the the scale of digitalization, where a year ago people um, maybe um, had web meetings and it was you know from time to time, but people didn't think that it would be as pervasive as it is now. And now it's kind of the normal. And you know when things change back, it'll still be uh, a part of a tool that we have. And even um, these tools will be very useful for the salespeople, the same like AI is a tool that's going to be useful for salespeople. Great. Well, I, I feel inspired, not, not too threatened. Um, <laughs> so uh, you, you've, you've given me hope. Well, let, let's sign off there. And, um, and next we'll be looking at uh, the, not so much the glass half empty, but perhaps the, um, the limitations or the challenges which uh, the current world of AI presents. And I think that would be good to look at that. And uh, if you only watch the half full, that's not the full picture. You need to see the, the other side in order to, to know, you know what the limitations are. Next time, we join Robert again to examine the flip side of the AI equation. We've seen the upside, but what are the risks? Should we be concerned about being made quite literally redundant by AI? How much should we trust its decision-making? Is there anything it can't do? Join us then to find out. If the topics discussed in this podcast have given you more questions, get in touch with us and we'll do our best to get you the answers.